Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe Moon, and I am here to cover the fire signs for the year 2021. I have decided to do this in four separate shows so you guys can kind of get through the signs a little quicker and not have to listen to, you know, in a giant, enormous podcast to get to your sign. So this show is about the fire signs. That means I am covering Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius in this episode. So what does 2021 have in store? You guys, I have this like on, uh, I don't know, six different pages of little squibbles and notes. So I'm hopefully getting everything important in for all of you guys. Um, And so, you know, if you hear me rustling a bit, it's because I'm trying to figure out what comes next, um, because that's how organized I am. (laughs) All right. So let's start with Aries. Why? Because it's Aries (laughs) and Aries is first. Okay. All right. So in the year 2021, there are going to be three areas of life that are going to be pushing you the hardest. Now, what does that mean? Um, it can mean that there is just a heck of a lot more going on in these areas of life. You're busier. You're more motivated. You're trying to push for something. You are ambitious and you want to make something happen or you're reacting to something that's going on. It just takes a lot more energy in these areas of life in this particular year. Um, it also can be that there's some challenges tossed in and you're jumping in and trying to deal with them. Okay. So either this is you pushing harder in these first few areas. I'm getting these out of the way right right off the bat. Or there's stuff going on that you're having to try to spin and figure out, right? So the first area is about your own sign, Aries, which you are still hosting Chiron. And so, you know, Chiron moved into your sign back in April of 2018, and it was there for a few months, moved out for a few months, came back in in 2018, And it's there in traveling through Aries until we get to April of 2027. And then you're going to have a break for like 52 years. (laughs) So, you know, hang in there. It's almost done, right? Uh, So, you know, Chiron is a very important energy. We get to know more and more about it as we go along. For, For everybody, it is about looking at where we are wounded, where we feel vulnerable, where we feel weak. These can be things that we carry into this lifetime from past lives. This can be from early childhood. It's stuff that, you know, comes up that is emotional, that is mental. It also can be very physical and especially in Aries. And so Aries, you know, it is very important in 2021 that you are looking at what's going on in your body. Has there been more aches and pains? Have you had some things break or twist or turn or cramp? (laughs) Is it time to get yourself fixed, Aries? (laughs) And, you know, I mean that in the best way, not in like, yeah. Okay. So uh, physical wounds and vulnerabilities are very important to be tackling right now while this energy is highlighting it for you. On the other side of this, This energy is about through this period between 2018 and 2027, elevating our Aries guru energy, their ability to heal and teach others through their physicality in some way. Some of you guys might, you know, 
lay hands on and heal. Some of you guys might physically show up in your presence is inspiring and teaching others, learning through what you've been through. Um, I can't say exactly which way this is going to go for you guys, but it is about pulling you into that guru energy. And the reason being is that as you go through your own wounds and vulnerabilities, you learn about them on a very personal level. This experience then allows you guys to come from that authentic place in helping others or teaching others. So in the year 2021, um, this is going to be moving um, through the degrees of uh, five degrees through 12 degrees of Aries. So if you have planets there, you're definitely um, going to be feeling this more strongly. Also, this can definitely be most strongly impacting our Aries who were born between March 25th and April 2nd, and those are the days that it's exact, so therefore you can also give a few days on either side of that time frame um, for being impacted by the orb of this, so that, that's who's getting it the most strongly. Work with this energy. Do not avoid this energy. It's here with your sign for a reason. You guys are a cardinal sign. You're a leadership sign. You want to take this this new kind of insight and understanding that you're gathering over these years and really step up and kind of lead the way, you know, I'm sure through things that are courageous or, you know, fighting the good fight and getting physically involved, the things the Aries are so strong at. And then on the other side, like I said, definitely want to be taking care of yourself. Okay, so the second area for Aries that is going to have a big impact is also one that has been going on for some time. So this has to do with Pluto in Capricorn. For Aries, you know, this is in your 10th house, and it's squaring you, so it's a push. And this began all the way back in 2008 when Pluto moved into this sign, and it's there until almost the end of 2024. Okay, so you're well past halfway through this, and I'm sure you're very much, um, you know, apprised of its impact. During these years, Pluto is trying to deconstruct the old goals you had in your life up until that point. It's trying to deconstruct what's been going on on the career front with your status, fame, or reputation, as well as, you know, your involvement with authority figures. This could be bosses, parents, judges, directors, teachers, mentors, and the like. So Pluto rules your eighth house and is here in the 10th. And in this year ahead, it will be, um, let's see, moving between the 24th and 26th degree of the sign. And so if you are born, um, you know, between the 13th and 16th, um, I, I believe, I hope I looked that one up right, um, then that's going to be impacted the most. Or if you have planets between 24 and 26 degrees, definitely can expect some events in this year ahead. Pluto, as the ruler of the eighth, is trying to get rid, you know, purge the things that are not empowering to you anymore in your life with those personal goals, career objectives, authority figures, and help you transform this in some way. It is, kind of, it is a very 
possessive energy, as everybody knows. So it's playing out in a certain area for everybody. Don't feel picked on by this. <laughs> but it can bring sexual triangular obsessions. It can bring financial obsessions. It can bring, you know, uh, third-party situations where there's all this kind of power play stuff going on between you and two others when it comes to your career, your goals, these authority figures. Um, and so you are learning through this, correct? And this is a, one more transformative year. So I don't feel like this is necessarily, um, you know, hitting you with anything that you're, you know, not, that you haven't worked with. It's for quite some time now. Um, sorry, I have to pick up some uh, puppy poo really quick. Otherwise, I'm going to never make it through this show. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry about that. You know, only my show do you get to tune in and get that. And that's, you know, it's special, isn't it? Um, so I'll keep tr- – I have to walk this out of the room. Sorry, guys. It's just, you know, they're in the stage of being potty trained and – uh, I mean, I do think it's appropriate for Pluto, purgative, you know, <laughs> things that come up from that part of the body that's definitely ruled by Pluto. So, yeah, maybe there's something in that for you guys. Maybe that was like a psychic moment, <laughs> some special message. All right. So back to what's happening here. Um, okay. So if you know, to kind of wrap that up, if you have noticed that your life goals have been evolving and changing pretty profoundly over the last decade, (laughs) that's why, you know, once you get through this, once Pluto exits here in 2024, you should have pretty much figured out what it is that you want to be doing with. And if there are still changes to make with the career, with the life goals, with these higher up authority figures, then that's still part of your process. So there you have it. Now, there are going to be, you know, Mercury retrogrades in 2021, less than every year. Uh, the one that is going to push you harder, get you busier, or challenge you is the one that is going to happen um, September 28th through October 16th. Now, because we have shadow phases beforehand and after, add two weeks ahead of that and two weeks after that you know, where you can start having mix-ups or running back into old people or, you know, changing your mind or all the fluctuation and craziness that is associated with Mercury retrograde. This one is in Libra. Now, this is relationship-oriented for Aries. And so, you know, that's a big do-over. It's very likely that you either are ready to go back and reconnect with a past partner or they're ready to come back around and reconnect with you, or this may be about clients that you're running back into or a specialist you're going to go back and see or an agent or attorney or competitor or advocate. You know, any of these relationships can apply, and it's a do-over. So you're running back into people from the past. You also can use that time to exit a relationship or somebody can exit themselves, maybe a client, you know, moving around the world and you won't have contact with them anymore. Maybe, you know, uh, an agent is retiring or a partner is done with the relationship. You get the idea. The other way this can work out for Aries is that during that time, um, mid-September through the end of October, if you add the shadow phases, um, can be just 
reworking something with what's going on. So if you have clients, this would be the time to get in there and fine tune how you're dealing with them, how you're promoting yourself to them, how you're structuring everything with them. Um, You might need to rekindle something with a partner in romance. You might need to, you know, in other ways, rehash, rework, tweak things a bit during that time. So that's not necessarily challenging. It's opposition. So it can be a perfect balance and do over, or it can be challenging and just, you know, you're just going crazy during that time with stuff going on. Okay. So now the things going on in 2021 that are going to be in flow with you. One is that I do believe, especially for our Aries that are born between April 7th and April 13th, and you can give and take a few days on either side of that, okay, um, that there, it's a strong likelihood that there will be past life, life folks uh, returning to your life this lifetime. Um, sometime between mid-March and late July. Um, It also could be that if there is an ongoing karmic uh, connection that you have in your life, that it may have run its course, and in which case you might be letting go of somebody that you thread through time with. And again, most likely happening between mid-March and late July. So you want to be aware of the people coming in and exiting because there is a very strong tie to past life energy there. And usually that means a reason for the reconnect or disconnect. Okay, secondly, for Aries, um, the north node of destiny will be in an opportunity alignment for you in 2021. This is really wonderful because destiny is trying to take you by the hand and get you to focus more on your local neighborhood community or a move or something going on in nearby places, short trips, jaunts out to nearby towns or places that you're going. This is where destiny will be playing out, and it's in a really good flow to you. It is also working through your brothers, sisters, and neighbors. And Aries, it's also working through sales, writing, interviews, talks, meetings, um, proposals, and decisions. So there may be some big things happening there. Remember, this is once every 18 years that you get this kind of impact. And so you definitely want to pay attention. There will be a Mercury retrograde in this same territory that is happening between May 31st and June 21st. And so, you know, if you're meant to kind of exit something or return to something or rework something in one of those destined areas, that will be the big do-over phase. Again, you can add two weeks before and after with that because the shadow will start to bring you hints of what it's about. And overlapping that, as if it's not enough, um, on June 10th, there is a new moon solar eclipse in the same territory. Very, very powerful for launching you forward. So let's say this was about a move. Well, the Mercury retrograde could be saying goodbye, letting go of the old place and the new moon or lunar or solar eclipse, sorry, 
could be launching you into that new place while destiny is in play here. That's just one example. So you want to look at what you have listed there that I just gave you. That time frame definitely stands out. That new moon solar eclipse will have momentum uh, as far as like launching into something new or taking whatever you're already doing into some new stage or new direction um, for two weeks starting on June 10th. All right, another area that is working with a lot of um, planetary energy and good flow for you guys um, this year has to do with your ninth house. And so Aries, that means in 2021, you can look at higher education, whether you're ready to start teaching or you want to get more training or go back to school for something. It can be about travel or relocation at a distance. Uh, distant situations or foreign interests. It can be about anything involving media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, can be legal uh, needs or interests, weddings, other ceremonies, religion, or politics. So in that area, we have the South Node, again, Another influence that is about past life scenarios, so that past life person might be involved in one of these things with you. It can be to rebalance karma with somebody in one of those areas. It can be letting go of somebody or having that past person come back in. (laughs) And during 2021, we are going to have a full moon lunar eclipse in that area on May 26th. So something very powerful culminating right around that time, big celebrations or achievements, wrapping up projects, ending situations. And then by the end of the year, there is a new moon solar eclipse on December 4th, again, in those same topical areas of life. Very powerful for launching you guys forward into something brand new. Um, or taking what you're already doing into that next chapter. So think about your ninth house topics for this year ahead. Definitely important for you. Um, Another area uh, is going to be, um, let's see, this would be your social realm. There's a lot going on there, Aries. Okay, so the social realm for you guys has to do with you know, obviously your friends, your associates, your group affiliations and activities, um, what you're doing online, anything you're doing with astrology or charities or parties, events or gatherings, social networking. Um, But also this house is kind of a wish fulfillment house. And it's about your own aspirations, your dreams about your life, anything original and unique. These can be original projects, inventions that you might be involved in, right? Um, And so really kind of uh, bringing that out in yourself and connecting in this social societal flow in some way. So in 2021, Aries, there will be a Mercury retrograde there between January 26th and February 11th. This can bring you back around a bunch of friends or associates or groups or online interests, et cetera, from the past. It can um, 
allow you or someone in that scenario to exit, or it can be the reworking of some project you're doing online or reworking something with a friend, rekindling, re, you know, some ongoing situation. So it's a big do-over during that time. This is in flow with you. Okay, the door is open as you go through this. Um, and then we have Saturn in this territory the entire year. So, you know, you've started this really important story about self-mastery, time for you to kind of step into your authority a bit more. You're going to put in more work. You're going to put in more discipline. You're going to ask for more responsibilities or they're going to be dropped on you. <laughs> um, you're going to limit and, and cut away things that no longer serve your new persona moving forward, right? Um, but this is an ambitious time. It is a time where building things brick by brick over time is what pays off in those areas of life. Um, and there will be tests. You know, you might have a test to a friendship because the universe is saying, you know, is this really the person you want to be friends with in, for the next 29 years, the, you know, until Saturn comes back around? Um, or is this group, have you outgrown it? Or, you know, are you really representing yourself in the way that you are now going forward online and things like that? Um, so if there is a cutting away in any of those areas, that's just part of, you know, the story of what you're dealing with here. And then on top of that, Jupiter is in this part of the sky for Aries throughout the year ahead. And so Jupiter is all about, hey, Look, we need to go bigger. I want to be happy here. I want to be prosperous here. I want to see some personal growth here. And to that end, you're going to be looking at those Jupiter topics and how they may apply when it comes to the friends, the groups, the associates, the online pursuits, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, aspirations, and original projects. So, you know, Jupiter topics, do you want to travel? Uh, you know, maybe you and a friend will take off and do a travel show together. Maybe you'll travel to see some friends that are far and wide. Maybe you'll connect more at a distance. Uh, maybe you'll connect in foreign markets through the Internet. Okay, so distance and travel are Jupiter topics there. Um, legal matters, maybe you want to incorporate or, you know, copyright something that you're doing online. Um, this can be um, about media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, interest playing out in these social realms. Um, it can be about um, educational pursuits. So maybe you're going to start taking classes with a friend or join a group that teaches you something or start teaching online. Um, weddings, uh, graduations, funerals, other ceremonies can play a part in what's happening. Uh, maybe you'll, you know, travel to a friend's wedding as an example. Um, this also can be about political, religious, or philosophical influences playing out in your social sphere and becoming more important in 2021. And so taking that big in some way. Now, as far as Jupiter goes for Aries, well, for everybody, but, you know, as far as what we're talking about, it's going to be influencing those areas of life um, from January 1st up to May 13th. And then it'll take a few months break and come back on July 28th and finish the year out um, there until December 29th. So that, that is the, the biggest bulk of what I see going on that has the most significant uh, impact for Aries. 
I would say as far as what's going on with your personal income, uh, purchases and possessions, if you're dealing with those themes, you are in a continued story of having Uranus impact that. It is not under a duress kind of uh, alignment, even though it's highly unpredictable and unstable during this period. And that's the way it is supposed to be, believe it or not. It's there until April of 2026, um, but it's really getting you to reinvent yourself there. So, you know, looking at what's going on, you know, do you want to do something more online or with friends or groups, those are your Uranus influences with your income or purchases or possessions, or, um, you know, do you need to kind of break out and break free of something that's too restrictive and kind of do something unique or original, uh, you know, chisel outside the lines a bit. <laughs> and there will be a full moon lunar eclipse there on November 19th. So something might be brought to a, a climax there around that time. Um, you do have, um, well, no, we kind of talked about that. We talked about that. I would say the only other area that might be impactful for Aries in the year ahead would be 12th house stuff. So 12th house stuff has to do with, you know, in the real world, it's like, oh, dealing with institutions like hospitals or universities or, you know, places like that. Um, or it has to do with your research and, and digging into information behind the scenes. Um, it can be about your spiritual practices, your romantic getaways, and your artistic pursuits as well. On the more ethereal side of things, it's a place in your chart where you don't see things so clearly. They do have kind of a karmic uh, ramification to them. They can be cloudy, deceiving, um, fantasy-oriented. They can also be inspiring. You know, it's Neptune. It's very ethereal. It's very, you know, strange and weird, but sometimes groovy and great. (laughs) And it's not in a bad alignment to you guys, but it's in a place where it's hard to see everything clearly there. You do have to be careful of um, pharmaceuticals, alcohol, you know, any kind of escapist tendency could get you in trouble. Um, You do have to be careful with secrets or, you know, people that are not being honest. Um, unfortunately, you know, it's just there. It is what it is. Again, it's not in a harsh aspect to you. So I don't feel like it's clamoring to take you down or anything, (laughs) but it is, you know, close enough by where you might be dealing with that. And I do think that, you know, I mean, from time to time, right. Um, when Jupiter does come into this territory, which it will be between May 13th and July 28th in 2021, and then the last couple days of the year, December 29th onward, I won't talk about where it goes. You know, it'll be there in 2022 as well. Um, but in 2021, that's your time frame. And so Jupiter can take it bigger. So, for instance, if there's a romantic interest, you know, from Neptune in this in this house, well, then Jupiter influence can mean you guys decide to take a big trip together or get married or, you know, maybe you'll meet this person in the classroom or uh, courtroom or at a political rally or something, you know, um, and that's just one example. You know, if this is about dealing with institutions, you might be signing your legal documents then. Um, there might be um, 
you know, something with your research and maybe how that ties in with media or marketing ideas. So you want to kind of look at how they can cross-reference during that time frame. Jupiter definitely wants to kind of open something up and take it bigger here during that time frame. The dogs are helping, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah, they're having fun. Okay. So I think that's it for Aries. Um, If you guys have any other questions, feel free to ask me, but I'm pretty sure that that covers the highlights for your sign. So let's look at Leo. Okay. So Leo in 2021, let's look at the aspects first that are going to be pushing you, which means these areas are going to be super busy in your life. You are way more ambitious and pushing to make things happen here, or there's all kinds of challenges thrown in and you're trying to overcome them or master them or, you know, take things to the next level. So these are areas where there's a lot going on. Gosh, hey, 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 take a breather, please. I know, your puppies. I know. I know. <laughs> you know what it was? He's mad at me. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think you're going to hear him for a minute more until they pass out. You know how puppies are. They go like full steam and then they just fall over. Um, Please, no, no, no. That's mommy's. Please don't eat that. Um, Okay. So, Leo. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Okay. So, these areas. First of all, Leo, um, there will be a Mercury retrograde um, in your seventh house. And, and this is um, between January 26th and February 11th. So, again, you can add the two weeks leading up to that. As shadow phase, you start to get wind of what this is going to be about. The two weeks after, as you're kind of coming out of it. But the crux of it, January 26th, February 11th. And this is relationship-oriented, Leo. So, you know, this can be a time when you're just rubbed up and there's so much more going on with a partner in romance or a business partner, your clients, your specialists, your agents, your attorneys, your competitors, your advocates, and the like, right? Um, And you're kind of going back and you're trying to rework something and get it right and fine-tune it and do a little here and move a little there and whatever, right? Uh, maybe you're trying to rekindle something and you're going, you know, going back to some past place that was really wonderful and, and trying to rekindle that spark in a romantic relationship as an example. Um, it can be running into past players. You know, there's a lot more old clients coming back around. That specialist is back on board. That partner is calling you up in the middle of the night. <laughs> you get the idea. So the past can come back around. It can be time where you're ready to exit one of these kinds of relationships. Um, So big do over and, you know, not necessarily hard can just be extremely busy. It will be kind of, you know, um, uh, glitchy and flexy and (laughs) I love that word, Uh, you know, all about kind of watching that, you know, you don't have it all together quite yet until it's over. Um, So you might want to hold off on final decisions there if you can as you figure it out. Okay, so um, there is going to be, um, let's see, Leo, um, Saturn in this part of the sky the whole year, correct? And so for Leo, you know, this is a year that is the universe saying, all right, you know, stop playing around. It's time to get serious. 
with all of those people. You know, which ones are keepers, long-term, solid, steady, supportive? Which ones are not? Because, honestly, you can kind of drag this out as much as you want. It's going to be there until March of 2023. Um, But the truth is that eventually here, you know, you need solid, long-term, you know, established, uh, ambitious, responsible um, people in this part of your chart. So Saturn is trying to get you to master some new level of relationship. It's not just about, you know, seeing the faults in in, uh, whoever might be there, you know. (laughs) Um, It is about seeing your part in the story and saying, okay, I want to do it differently this time. I want to show up and be very, you know, solid and serious with my clients, or I want to um, make that commitment with a romantic partner, or I want to, you know, go, go the distance with the business partner. And um, so, you know, I do want to say that for Leo, you know, this is the ruler of the work you're here to do. It's the ruler of health and animals. So those things might play into, you know, the serious influence here with these one-on-one dynamics. Um, But you definitely want to think long-term, brick by brick, what is it that I really want here, and then start putting in the effort towards this because it will pay off if you are being disciplined, if you are putting in the effort and, you know, working towards something there. (laughs) Sorry, hold on, i got to pick up a puppy. Um, now, Jupiter is going to be in this part of the sky um, twice during the year, most of the year, you know. It's there from January 1st to May 13th, and then again from July 28th to December 29th. So Jupiter wants to see growth, happiness, expansion, prosperity. Jupiter wants to see you apply Jupiter themes to these key relationships. And so, again, might be bringing in legal contracts, um, weddings or other ceremonies, travel, foreign or distant situations, um, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, education, uh, philosophy, religion, politics. <laughs> so, you know, whatever Jupiter themes might apply, they're going to be very strongly influencing during those times. You know, Leo, it's really a relationship kind of year in a lot of ways. These two planets and then the Mercury retrograde, I mean, that's all about it. It's not going to be any stronger than this anytime soon, okay? Um, as I said, Saturn will continue on here, but this is the year where Jupiter's trying to take it over the top. So do connect and do figure out who you no longer want to connect with. <laughs> okay. So um, the planet Uranus for Leo continues um, to square them from the career midheaven. So, you know, this started back in 2018, and it goes until April of 2026, and it is a time of reinvention uh, for the Leo. So, you know, pushing harder to achieve things, being in the moment a lot because things are changing constantly and quickly. Uh, It's unpredictable. It's spontaneous. It's innovative. It's exciting. It's shocking. (laughs) 
you know, it's a roller coaster ride. And but at the core of it, it is about awakening something about the direction of your life and your career status, fame, and those authority figures that you're dealing with. And so, you know, I would say that if you were born between July 28th and August 7th, and give or take a few days on either side of that, that this would be the year that would stand out the most for you and really making changes and pushing harder to achieve and something really, you know, going on here in a big way. Um, Or if you have planets between 6 and 14 degrees um, in the fixed signs, which would be Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, uh, Leo, then definitely, you know, you're going to feel this um, the most powerfully in the year ahead as well. Um, there is also going to be a full moon lunar eclipse in this same territory on November 19th. So that does bring some kind of culmination to whatever's going on with your career, your status, your fame, that personal life goal, or that boss, parent, director, teacher, or other authority figure. So bringing things to a big, powerful close or achieving and celebrating and being out in the limelight in some way there um, by that time. Now, the places in the chart that are in um, easy flow and are definitely going to be stuff you're going through in this year ahead, uh, Leo, uh, Mercury retrogrades in your third house of Libra between September 28th and October 16th. So this is a do-over that involves key individuals, but is about um, your sales, your writing, your interviews, auditions, um, proposals, offers, talks, meetings, you know, um, the communication, the commerce is really big with this retrograde and going back and either running back into the past people and rekindling something or exiting or seeing someone exit or just reworking what's going on. Now, for some Leos, this may be focused on a move, may be focused on your transportation or electronics, your neighborhood or short trips to nearby places or your siblings or neighbors. Um, And so you want to keep an eye on what's going on there as well. This, as I said, is in flow for you. So you want to kind of jump in and rework whatever needs reworked there during that time frame. There will be a full moon lunar eclipse in your fifth house in Sagittarius on May 26th. Leo, this is very powerful stuff having to do with your love life or a lover, your children or children you're working with, or a creative project or recreational interest that you're involved in. So things climaxing, right? Big celebrations, big achievements, endings, wrap-ups, something epic happening around May 26th in one of those areas. Um, There is a new moon solar eclipse in the same territory on December 4th. Now you're launching into something new or something, you know, taking that current thing and going into some new direction or next chapter. Again, three times more powerful, helping you, you know, propel yourself forward into what comes next with projects or recreational pursuits. The South Node will be in your fifth house the entire year leo now why do i put that in an easy side of the stuff going on this year well because the alignment is easy so with the karmic south node 
It means when it comes to lovers, children, creative projects, and recreation. You may be drawing to you a past life soul in 2021. Um, You may be rebalancing the karmic give and take with somebody in one of those areas, or somebody may be exiting and, you know, you or them (laughs) uh, in those parts of life. Either way, the alignment is one of ease, of harmony. So it's meant to be, you know, whether it's the reconnect, the rebalance, or the release, it's meant to be, and it's in flow, so it works for you in some way. Chiron, which is about that wound and healing and guru spiritual energy, is going to spend another year in Aries, okay? So this as well is in a positive alignment. It's in your ninth house, Leo, and so there is this need to look at wounds and vulnerabilities that are tied to travel situations involving distance or foreign energy, um, legal matters, educational matters, uh, media marketing, publishing, or broadcasting topics, weddings, graduations, or other ceremonies, um, politics, religion, um, philosophy, right? But it's also calling you to step into your guru energy, to teach, to heal others through those things. If you were born between July 27th and August 5th, or you have 5 and 12 degrees um, of this particular, um, of the cardinal energy, so um, would be in Aries, Cancer, um, Libra, or Capricorn, then you would be feeling this the most strongly and give or take a few days on either side of that, July 27th through August 5th. Um, The north node of destiny will be spending the year in your 11th house of Gemini. And so, Leo, destiny is calling you into social arenas. This may bring new friends or take you into interesting, faded, destined things with the friends you have. Same thing goes for your group affiliations, your associations, your clubs and organizations, the internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events. (laughs) I think our Leos are going to be social. (laughs) Um, It's in a great flow to you guys. And it also really favors um, your original projects, your inventions, your aspirations. Okay. Mercury will retrograde in that territory between May 31st and June 21st of 2021. And so during that few weeks, and remember the two weeks leading up and the two weeks out where you can get hints and stuff of of what's going to be playing out here in the shadow phases, um, that that you're going to be in a do-over there. So maybe old friends, old groups, old internet interests and things like this will come back around. Um, and maybe there will be something going on um, with reworking an ongoing situation or exiting something um, during that time frame. And right in the middle of that, we have a new moon solar eclipse on June 10th. That's in play for two weeks of forward momentum launching you into something brand new or next level. And so, I mean, gosh, Leo, that's really powerful for you guys and definitely should be, um, you know, opening something up for you uh, to, you know, get excited about. (laughs) 
And uh, I think that that's all of the highlights for our Leos. Um, if you have any questions, again, Facebook, um, Zoe Moon Astrology, um, facebook.com slash Zoe Moon Astrology. But I'm pretty sure that's the crux of what we've got going on for Leo. Okay, for Sagittarius. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Are we good? Oh, yeah, we're good. Okay, cool deal. All right, so for Sagittarius, we're going to start out in 2021 looking at, you know, the the energies that are going to be the most ramped up, fired up. It's making you busier. It's pushing you harder. You're pushing yourself harder. Or there's challenges you're overcoming and dealing with. So these are the wired up areas of life for you, Okay. First of all, Sag, you guys are hosting the Karmic South Node in your sign the entire year. So you are very much kind of showing up in other people's lives this year um, as that passed in a lot of cases. So you may have some connections that happen where people feel like they've known you forever, and that's because they probably have. Um, You may be kind of trying to rebalance um, the karmic kind of give and take in your life as it pertains to what's going on with you, your needs, your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity. So, you know, this is powerful stuff here. Um, it can be about letting go of something. So let's say there's something you've been involved in that you no longer feel like you want to tie your name or brand to, or you don't, you don't physically want to show up for it anymore. It can be a year to let that go. It can also be something going on within you, with your body, your image, your brand, you know, like like what I'm saying here. So it can be like time to let go of a bad habit as an example, you know, and really kind of in that 18-year chapter in your life and so that you're ready, you know, for what's going to come next. Um, sorry, the pups. Um, <laughs> okay, so next, there is going to be a full moon lunar eclipse in your sign on May 26th and 2021. So extremely powerful things culminating around you, Sag. You might have a lot of recognition and attention on you at this time. Could be celebratory. Could be about your achievements. Could be about something you're ending or wrapping up that you've been working on. Again, it could be something culminating with your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title. Very much spotlights you as things climax through wrapping up what's going on or achieving and celebrating and the focus is on you. Then by December 4th of 2021, there is a new moon solar eclipse in your sign. So you see how much the universe is working on you in this year, Sag. Um, this one is very powerful in, as far as launching you into something brand new or helping you take what you're doing to the next level. Really good for promoting yourself, your name, your brand, your image, um, taking your body into that next level of profound wonderness. <laughs> Wonderness, <laughs> making it good, Sag. Um, yeah, so it can definitely give you two weeks of momentum to kind of launch forward in a really profound way. Now, Neptune is spending another year in your fourth house all year, okay? So, you know, Neptune, let's see, moved in 
to this territory in April of 2011, and it's there until January of 2026. So, you know, you're over halfway through this. You definitely are aware of how this impacts you. And this is another important year for focusing on Neptune themes in the home. Over the course of that period from 2011 to 2026, Neptune wanted to dissolve away the old and inspire and magically rise up into some new uh, magical uh, inspired arena what's going on there. So the fourth house is about what happens in your home uh, with moves and renovations and real estate deals, what happens with family life, parents, roommates, history, ancestry, your roots, your emotions, your security needs. And so Neptune has been bringing in this dissolving and re-inspiring magical energy into the picture It's been bringing in your artistic outlets, playing out here much more, film, music, painting, poetry, dance, et cetera. It's been bringing in past life romantic interests, karmic romantic um, involvement, if it meant if it was there to help break something up there. Um, um, Spiritual practices playing out here. Um, dealing with institutions about your property or your um, research, investigations going on around these themes. Could be some water issues, boundary issues, secrets, addictions playing out that impacted those areas of life. So, again, another year here. If you were born between December 9th and 15th, or if you have planets between 18 to 23 degrees of the mutable signs, which would be Gemini, Virgo, Sag, or Pisces, then you will feel this the most intensely in this year ahead. Um, But it is an ongoing story. Now, Jupiter, which is your ruler, Sag, is also going to spend a lot of the year in your fourth house. And so, um, no, can't be you. Is it? Yeah, sorry. It goes there secondarily. (laughs) had a brain fart i'm sorry (laughs) so uh not most of the year for a bit of the year and then a lot of 2022 sorry about that okay so your ruler in the fourth house between may 13th and july 28th of 2021 and then it'll come back on december 29th at the end of the year and be there through may 10th of 2022 It's going to exit again and then come back at the end of 2022 between October 28th and December 20th. So you're going to have three separate periods where your ruler, which focuses on you and your involvement, your growth, your prosperity, your happiness, is all over what's going on in the home with the family, with the moves, renovations, real estate deals, parents, or roommates. So this is a very big growth year for you guys, okay? It's going to push you for a lot more activity, especially this late spring, early summer, okay? So you have that going on. (laughs) You also have the north node of destiny in your seventh house all year, Sag. This means the universe is trying to bring some faded destined scenarios into play through romantic partners, biz partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, or the like. So your connections are very important because this is about something kind of meant to be (laughs) coming into play. Now, Mercury, excuse me, will retrograde there 
in that house of relationships between May 31st and June 21st. I'm sorry. I just can't listen to him do that. Let me lift him down. Because he's my baby. I know. Ah, You don't know how to get off that chair, do you? I don't know how you got on it. There you go. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right, Sag. Sorry. Um, Okay. So Mercury... um, where, oh, where is it? There it is. Mercury will retrograde in your seventh house between May 31st and June 21st. So during that window and in the two weeks that lead up and the two weeks that lead out, you'll get some hints about it, but that's the crux of it. You are either going to be running into past partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, et cetera, to see if there's something, you know, that you want to pick back up on. Or you're going to be exiting one of those relationships or one of those people will be exiting. Or you're going to be sticking in the relationships that you're in and reworking something and getting it right, fine-tuning it. There will be a lot of talks and meetings and sales and writing and short trips and local activities and decisions involved in this period. In the middle of that, there's a new moon solar eclipse, again, in this relationship zone, Sag. Lots going to be happening in your relationship zone, May and June, okay? So this happens on June 10th. It's in play for two weeks. Forward momentum, brand new relationships coming in, new levels, next chapters, new directions with ongoing relationships or these ones that you're rekindling things with. So there you have it. Now, as far as the easy flow stuff that's going on that's just kind of open and in a groove for you guys, retrograde that happens between January 26th and February 11th is in your third house. So it's going to kind of open up talks and meetings, sales, writing, interviews, short trips, local activities, or it's going to bring things back around with your brothers, sisters, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, and give you a do-over there. So door opens up. You can be, you know, reworking something, releasing something, rekindling it, ongoing or past, and that should flow for you. Saturn is going to be in this territory all year. So Saturn is there to help you get serious about your communications, your commerce, your local community, short trips, nearby places, siblings, neighbors, vehicles, uh, electronics, offers, decisions going on. Saturn wants you to master some new level of proficiency, take the lead, get ambitious. <laughs> it also wants you to end things that are, you know, not supportive or not structured properly, um, rework them in some way. So there's a lot more effort being put into these areas of life, but the payoff is over time. And you definitely want to be disciplined in these areas. Jupiter will also be in this territory of talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, decisions, short trips, local activities, your community, your neighbors, your siblings, your vehicles, your electronics. And it'll be there from January 1st through May 13th. And then it'll take a little break and come back July 28th through December 28th. So, or December 29th, sorry. So, you know, this is about taking something really big in one of these areas, um, helping you seek your happiness or prosperity, uh, have some kind of growth experience. You may be applying Jupiter themes to those topics, so travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, ceremonial, religious, political, those themes can all come into play, maybe just one of them. (laughs) Uh, But definitely is about growth during those periods. 
Chiron, which is the wounded healer, spiritual guru, teacher, healer energy. It's in your fifth house all year. And so Chiron does bring up the wound and the vulnerabilities, but it's in a really good flow for you when it comes to what's happening with lovers, children, creative projects, and recreation. So it's calling you to heal those things and to step into your ability to be that guru, healer, teacher in those areas throughout this year. Very good flow there, Sage. So make the most out of that. And then there is a Mercury retrograde that is happening in your 11th house um, in Libra between September 28th and October 16th. So, Sag, you know, this is very social. This is going to give you a chance to go back and reconnect with old friends, groups, situations online, with astrology or charities or gatherings or parties or events. Also help you kind of rework any ongoing situations, or you might have someone exit or you exit something that's done with during this time. It's a do-over, but it's in really good flow to you. So the door is open there to figure something out. Um, and I do believe those are the most important things standing out um, for our Sagittarius's. Um, I would say that you do have the ongoing influence of Pluto in your second house of earned income and and um, your purchases and possessions and products. So, you know, still this long story between 2008 and 2024 where there is this opportunity for you to purge the old and transform and evolve uh, in more a more empowered way and learn how to work with third-party situations, learn how to work with power learn how to work with outside financial interests in the story. Um, so it, it doesn't stand out per se in any specific way, but it is there playing out through the year for you guys. So that's our fire sign, um, Aries, Leo, Sag. I hope it's a wonderful 2021. I hope it beats the pants off of 2020. I know I would like it too from my side. <laughs> and um, I will be up with the next round of three signs. Um, I think I'll probably do air signs next um, or maybe air signs. I don't know. I'll let you guys know. It'll, it'll be tomorrow. Um, but this should be up tonight. So Zoe Moon, you guys, again, you can find me over on Facebook at facebook.com slash Zoe Moon Astrology. I post it daily there. Um, I also try to answer questions and help you guys book uh, readings there if, if you're interested in that. And uh, otherwise, I'm signing off. Make it a great year. Let me know um, which one of these things stands out for you as things go along. I love to hear about how it's all working out for everybody. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.